Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com to try yours. Uh-oh, it's getting hot in Hell's Kitchen as the East standings start to heat up as well. Also, are the New Jersey Devils improving in their power play, and how will that affect them in their next few game span? We have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 4.52 p.m. Eastern Time, March 22nd, 2021 at the time of this recording. And ladies and gentlemen, the New Jersey Devils did it. They did it. They won two out of the three games against the Pittsburgh Penguins and they were able to get four out of six potential points that series and remember guys if you had checked out the last episode please give that a listen I told you guys if New Jersey is able to come out with the series victory against the Pittsburgh Penguins or get some sort of points and some sort of momentum I just said do not drop two games if you're going to drop a game make sure one of them is like an OT or shootout whatever case might be so you can at least get one point out of it but luckily they came out victorious in one of those OT victories so Uh, Overall, the New Jersey Devils, yep, got four out of six points, and overall, they did it. One of my predictions came true, and that does not happen too often. So, what I was basically hinting at in the last episode, I basically said things are getting really heated out in the East Division for the NHL, and obviously, the New Jersey Devils, I'm not trying to hype them up and say that they are going to go on some sort of miracle run and make the playoffs. I'm not going to entertain that thought, but I am saying that the New Jersey Devils could potentially move up a few more spots because, uh, you know, we have some certain matchups uh, coming up that can really help us, including the Philadelphia Flyers, who have been struggling the last few games. So one thing I'm seeing from the Flyers is that they're giving up a lot of goals. So overall, I just really hope that the New Jersey Devils can really take it against uh, the Philadelphia Flyers because overall, look at what the Flyers have been doing the last few games. They lost 6-1 to on March 20th. And then uh, they lost nine to nothing against the Rangers on March 17th. Guys, nine to nothing. Seriously. And then obviously, you know, on March 18th they won against the Islanders, but they still left three goals. So that was basically, a, uh, you know, just a tick for tack kind of game. So overall, I believe the New Jersey Devils. We still have not won against the Flyers this season, but. I really hope the New Jersey Devils can really step up their game against the Philadelphia Flyers so that way we can gain some more traction out east and overall make my season beginning prediction come true, which is, I said, the New Jersey Devils could potentially finish in the fifth position if all goes according to plan for them. So let's look at the East Division standing, shall we? So that way you can see where I'm coming from. So Obviously, at the time of this recording, I'm recording this mid-afternoon, early evening, whatever you consider this time period to be. So, obviously, this is subject to change because this episode is going to be going up tomorrow morning. So, uh, right now, the Capitals are atop of the East Division at 27-4 and with 44 points. The Islanders are 28-4 and with 44 points as well. So, the 1-2 positions, that's going to be a tight race. And, obviously, uh, the Islanders look really exciting this year. I know... 
Uh, we haven't had the best of luck against the Islanders this season, but overall, you got to admit, rivalries aside, they are a very entertaining team to watch. And then, obviously, we were able to take two of the three games against the Pittsburgh Penguins, so they are 19-11-2 with 40 points. So, guys, keep in mind, uh, the Penguins are right now in the playoff position, and the fact that we were able to compete hard with them really says something about our team. And obviously, that was our first series ever this year against uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins because uh, it had to be rescheduled due to COVID procedures. But obviously, I think you guys know enough about that overall. So coming in next at the fourth position, remember, the top four teams will go to the playoffs. It's the Boston Bruins, and they are 16-8-4 with 36 points. But right behind them are the struggling Philadelphia Flyers. 15, 11, and 3 with 33 points. Remember what I just said uh, momentarily ago that the Flyers have been giving up a lot of goals, especially that 9 to nothing shutout against uh, the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers that we've handled, you know, fairly well, I would say. Like, we're a little inconsistent against them, but overall, which team are we not inconsistent against? I guess the Penguins and the Bruins, uh, but, you know, overall, the New Jersey Devils, I think we can handle the Flyers. I'm not going to predict anything, not going to jinx anything, but I'm really looking forward to our final three matchups against the Flyers, so obviously it's going to come uh, tomorrow or today when this episode goes up, and then we will face them twice more in April, so there's that, and then we have the Rangers at 13, 13, and 4 with 30 points, and now we have gained some more traction, little by little, inch by inch, piece by piece. We are 11, 14, and 4 with 26 points. So we are four points behind the New York Rangers. And the Sabres are just 10 points below us. So they're pretty much out of the picture at this point. They are 6, 19, and 4 with 16 points to their credit. So for the New Jersey Devils, uh, if the Rangers go on a cold streak like the Flyers, then guess what? We could potentially go ahead of both those teams. Now, guys, like I told you, I'm not going to entertain the fact saying that we'll catch lightning in a bottle and we'll probably get the final playoff position. I think that's pretty much out of the question. But overall, I would really love to see the New Jersey Devils, you know, finish in that fifth position or that sixth position, whatever the case might be. Just finish a few slots higher than what we were projected to finish because overall, I believe this team has a lot of potential that a lot of people just aren't seeing and overall I think they showed that at the beginning of the year and obviously since things have settled in terms of COVID I think they're finally able to get their footing underneath them so uh, let's look at uh, how we stack up against our East Division rivals so this year against the Washington Capitals we are 0-3-1 against the Islanders we are 1-4-1 against the Pittsburgh Penguins we are 2-1 the Boston Bruins we are 3-0-1 uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, we are 0-2, but that can change uh, tonight, and I think it will, but don't shoot the messenger. New York Rangers, we are 2-2, two and two, and then the Buffalo Sabres, we are 3-2-1. and one. So the only two teams that were above 500 in terms of our East Division opponents are the Buffalo Sabres and the Boston Bruins, and uh, also the Pittsburgh Penguins, but I don't know if that really counts considering the fact that, you know, we've seen them late in the year, but whatever the case might be. So overall, the New Jersey Devils, uh, we're starting to get back to what we once were. And like I told you guys at the beginning of the year, and I think a lot of you already knew this, the East Division is tough, man. Like there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to hide. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, if you want to strike, now is the time to do so because, guys, look look at this. I, I know uh, you think there's a lot of season left, but realistically, we don't have that many games left on the uh, docking because we have 56 games total uh, to be played 
Uh, we've played in 29 of them, so we're more than halfway done with the season already. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, now is the time to strike. Now is the time to make some noise. And obviously we've had a lot of great players step up their game, including Jack Hughes, Miles Wood. And also, speaking of stepping up their games, I want to give a shout out to two players in the last game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, so he didn't play in the first two games against the Pittsburgh Penguins due to an injury that he suffered in game one during pregame. So Scott Wedgwood had to pretty much uh, step up once again, and he did relatively well. Obviously, they lost the second game three to one, but you know, Scott Wedgwood, I think uh, he held uh, his ground, and overall, I think he did the best what he could do because, like I said, guys, he was just called into the fire at the last possible second, wasn't prepared. So overall, uh, Scott Wedgwood did what he had to do and now uh, look at um, Mackenzie Blackwood in the third and final game against the Pittsburgh Penguins that series uh, he faced 36 shots and saved 35 of them for a save percentage of 972 so overall uh, for Mackenzie Blackwood like that that's what the Mackenzie Blackwood I've been waiting to see ever since he came off the COVID protocol list so I need to give out a shout out to Mackenzie Blackwood because I've been tough on him the last few weeks but overall that's how you step up your game in the clutch moments so if we're looking back on our season and we're finishing in a better position than we're projected to finish then look at that just look at that game because the New Jersey Devils uh you know we needed a, a series win badly after having a rough stretch of inconsistency we were on a two-game win streak obviously uh, we lost uh, then to the uh, Penguins once again, but now we've won three of our last four games, so I think we're starting to get our footing back underneath it, but these are the games you look back on and you say, that's when Mackenzie Blackwood returned, the return of the Mac. That's what we've been waiting for from Mackenzie Blackwood. That's the Vesna Trophy uh, considerate that we've been waiting to see. So uh, that, Mackenzie Blackwood, great job. And then I want to give a shout out to Jesper Bratt, who got the game-winning goal in OT for the New Jersey Devils. Guys, that is how you have a short memory. So remember in the game against the Islanders just a week ago when he was called offsides and P.K. Subban's potential OT game-winning goal had to be waved off. Obviously, Subban was not too happy with it. He didn't seem to blame Brat for it because Brat seemed to be just a hair offsides and also... Uh, Subban just wasn't happy with the officiating, but that's a discussion for another time. But overall, I guess you could say that Brock kind of costed us the game, okay? So uh, in the next game against the Sabres, I thought he got the uh, game-winning goal for us to put us ahead, and that was the final nail in the coffin to put us ahead against the Sabres, and we overall won the game. However, the goal was credited to Miles Wood. So those are two frustrations in a row for Jesper Brock. So in one frustration, he costed us the game. In the second uh, frustration... He had a chance of redemption, but unfortunately, uh, he wasn't credited with uh, that overall, I guess, redemptive goal. But then in OT against the Penguins, we needed to win. We needed to just win this series. I was tired of just getting one point. I would have been satisfied with it. But overall, it would have been nice to have four points instead of three. Because like I said, these points do add up, especially since we're more than halfway done with the season. Um, and he got the game-winning goal for us. He was clutch, and that was the NHL's play of the game by a long shot. So overall, that's how you have a short-term memory, and I really love that Jesper Brat really stepped up his game when uh, he needed it. He didn't put his head between his legs. He didn't, uh, you know, just shy away. He wasn't a coward about it. He just went out, and he tried to redeem himself. Obviously, the first redemption didn't go too well, as Miles Wood was credited with the goal, but then 
uh, obviously against the Penguins, able to get the game-winning goal. So uh, for Jesper Bratt, shout-out to you. Uh, you really, I believe, get the game uh, puck, honestly, for what he has been going through the last couple of games. And overall, I'm just excited to see the New Jersey Devils just finally finally get some sort of momentum. I'm starting to see some light at the end of this tunnel. So anyway, I think it's time for the first live read this morning and it comes from Built Bar. So let's take it away, shall we? Okay, everybody, we've heard of March Madness for basketball, but have you heard of March Madness for Built Bar? So we have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now it is time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar March Madness. So come on, head over to Built Bar's website and vote for your favorite flavor of Built Bar and hopefully they advance in the bracket similar to how college basketball March Madness works. So Vote as many times as you possibly can, and hopefully your flavor advances. Personally, I'm a huge fan of chocolate and caramel, and I also love brownies because I'm always cooking brownies with my mother, so those are two of my favorite flavors, but hopefully uh, your favorite personal flavor can advance to the next round as well. So remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. I repeat, at BuiltBar.com, and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar Man, I love Bilt Bar so much. So the one thing I want to acknowledge from the last series against the Pittsburgh Penguins, particularly the last game on Sunday, is I need to acknowledge something, something that I've been so critical of the New Jersey Devils of doing so. And it's not just me. It's every New Jersey Devils analysis, reporter, fan, whatever the case might be. We need to talk about their power play numbers and see that it is improving it's not perfect, but at the same time, they are showing tremendous improvement. So remember that stretch where the Devils power play went like 0 for 25 and, you know, uh, it, it was just looking like the New Jersey Devils, uh, we were just playing Russian roulette with it. When's the next time the New Jersey Devils will get a power play goal? And it was starting to show some signs of life in the last game. So they picked up a power play goal on Thursday, a key factor in coming away with a 3-2 victory. Uh, their power play uh, on Sunday, however, obviously 0 for 2, so nothing doing right there. But it played a significant role in generating momentum that, you know, later eventually led to uh, Sammy Votnin getting his game-winning goal in the second period. So, now, I just want to reiterate something. Their power play is getting better. They are improving as the season goes on. I didn't say it was perfect. I didn't say it was great. I didn't say, oh my God, we need to take this to the bank. They're starting to improve on their power play, like to the moon or whatever the case might be. I don't know what you guys say nowadays, but either way, uh, obviously they didn't really do anything in the three to one loss uh, because uh, how do I know that? They went 0 for 4 in that opportunity and they didn't look aggressive. How do they not look aggressive? How do you go uh, 0 for 4 in the power play and you only get one shot opportunity so that cannot happen uh, obviously you know that's sort of a setback right there but like I said I gave you guys an example of how it was helping with uh, our overall gameplay I gave you the example of the Sammy Votnin goal but 
overall the Devils trailed two to one for most of the second and third periods and had multiple power play opportunities to tie it up and that's what's frustrating a lot of Devils fans it's like we have our opportunities but Lady Luck just does not like the New Jersey Devils and Obviously, you know, since we're kind of a suckish team, I guess Lady Luck doesn't want to take her chances with the devil. So, uh, wait, is that a movie? Did I make a movie reference and, and not know it? But anyway, look up Lady Luck and the Devil. I don't know. Uh, that, that sounds kind of familiar as I say it out loud. But overall, the New Jersey Devils, we still have a lot to improve on on the power play. But overall, it did show some signs uh, when we came out with the 3-2 to two win. And, um, you know, obviously it doesn't show up on the score sheet, but overall it did play somewhat of a factor. That's all I really want to say. So, you know, obviously that is frustrating that, you know, we lost three to two and we couldn't even tie it up despite the Penguins giving us a lot of man up advantages. That's always frustrating to see that we couldn't collapse the defense. We couldn't tie it to maybe send it to OT, get a shootout and maybe just get an OT loss, whatever the case might be. Because like I told you guys at the beginning of the show, these points add up at the end of the year. So, Overall, for the New Jersey Devils, hopefully that doesn't come back to bite us. But overall, the Penguins eventually made them pay for it when uh, they made it a 3-1 game late in the third period. So, obviously, you know, we, we, we can't be playing with fire like that. We need to capitalize on more power play opportunities. Yes, it's making strides. And yes, I'm just trying to acknowledge it because I do have to play fair. When I do see something good with the power play, I will acknowledge it. But... You know, I kind of have to agree with uh, the sources in which I'm doing my research on. We cannot go 0 for 25 in the power play opportunity like that. That was a rough stretch, and that's why we were losing so many games because it didn't seem like we could capitalize on the advantage that was presented to us. And obviously, you know, I did say that it helped with Sammy Votnin's eventual game-tying goal in the second period. But despite it improving, and, you know, that's just what I'm trying to acknowledge, it is getting better. It seems like Lindy Ruff is drawing up better plays. But I think any Devils fan, analysis, reporter can agree with me. The power play looks a lot better. But, however, it still has a lot more work to do. I'm just saying that. And I think... Overall, what's just frustrating people and what's been hurting the Devils lately is just the inconsistency. Like, we don't know what we're going to get out of our power play unit. Well, we kind of know what to expect, which is nothing, and that's not a good thing because, look, it came back to bite us in one of those games against the Pittsburgh Penguins in which, uh, you know, we lost a close one, but we had our opportunities, and that's just what's frustrating as a hockey fan is because, you know, when it's like in basketball when you put the star player in foul trouble and you can't capitalize on it, or in baseball when your starting pitcher does so well, but your relief pitchers just come up and completely, you know, crap the bed, so... Uh, I, I, if you need uh, a reference as to what I'm talking about. And overall, I believe that's the power play in the NHL, which is, you know, you get your opportunities, but you can't capitalize on it, and you can't make the other team pay. So overall, uh, you know, I'm not saying the New Jersey Devils will capitalize on every power play opportunity, but I would like to see, you know, if we get four opportunities, at least can we capitalize on one of them just so, you know, teams are a little more cautious or uh, actually, no, no, let them be aggressive and hopefully we can just like, you know, get one because we don't really get that much uh, luck. So, you know, overall, you know, I wouldn't bet on it. Wait, did I just say bet? Oh no, it's time for the second live read this morning. It comes from betonline.ag. I hope you guys are watching March Madness. So many of upsets so many upsets and as dick vitale was like sister jane and loyola baby they're doing so well whoop they do dunkaroo 
So excited to see March Madness. Okay, time to take it away with the live read. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs. So BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet online underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody so overall for the New Jersey Devils, like we talked about where they're at in the standings, where I think they could potentially finish, but you know, I don't want to get our hopes up because like I told you guys, I don't want to give you guys any false hope, but overall in our game against the Flyers, I will say this for the New Jersey Devils, we need to go on some sort of hot run because you know, when we're taking on the top two teams in the East, like the uh, Capitals and the Islanders, I think you could chalk up that it's not in our favor and that most likely uh, the Devils can't pull off the upset. I don't know. I'm not trying to doubt us, but overall, you know, we got the Flyers today and then obviously we have a two-game series against the Capitals and then here's another series that I'm looking forward to, which is the Boston Bruins, but then after that Boston Bruins series, we're going to have to play the Capitals again. So we're going to be playing the Capitals uh, four times in a matter of of six game span so you know that's my number one concern I'm just saying can the Devils somehow some way they are improving on the power play it seems like they have their footing underneath them it seems like Mackenzie Blackwood is getting back to the Vesna competitor that I knew he could be since the beginning of the year but overall can we keep that consistency can we keep that hot streak going so Overall, you know, that was my question in the last uh, episode and the last few episodes in general, which was, can the New Jersey Devils keep this up or is this just a fluke? So obviously, I look at the game against the Islanders where, you know, we lost, uh, you know, in a heartbreaking fashion. And overall, we were able to get a point out of it. But then, you know, we beat the Sabres. Then we beat the uh, Penguins. We lose to the Penguins. Then we win against the Penguins again. So realistically, you know, we've lost, uh, you know, once in our last uh, four games and, uh, then, you know, we had that heartbreaker against the Islanders, like I mentioned. So overall, if you count all those games into consideration, the New Jersey Devils are actually on a bit of a hot streak. You know, I'm not trying to overstep it. I'm not trying to take anything out of context. But overall, you know, our young guys seem to really, you know, get more comfortable. Hopefully, uh, when Nico Heizer returns, nothing gets, you know, out of the source. You know, I'm seeing Sharon Govich do well right now. I'm seeing, you know, the other younger guys like Jack Hughes, Zaka. I'm seeing all of them you know, just uh, stepping up just a little bit and also brought uh, to an extent too, just, you know, 
keeping his head up despite when the odds are against him. And then, you know, our netminder situation, I think Scott Wedgwood and Mackenzie Blackwood, those are two, uh, you know, one-two punches with Blackwood and then Wedgwood because it seems like, um, you know, the Wood brothers, let's let's call them that, you know, no relation to Miles Wood, but because, you know, Blackwood, Wedgwood, it seems like the Wood brothers at netminder seems like it's a solid duo, quite honestly, and I think the New Jersey Devils should consider keeping Scott Wedgwood around just a touch longer because I think he has some untapped potential so overall against this uh flyers team that has let up a lot of goals and even the host of locked on flyers rachel and daniela they've admitted that uh the net mining situation for them is not too good right now so hopefully with the hot streak that the new jersey devils are on right now we can find a way to just put a lot of goals on the board because look at this guys just a few days ago the flyers got shut out nine to nothing Nine to nothing against the New York Rangers. Yes, the Rangers are just one spot ahead of us. The Rangers that we've beaten before. Nine to nothing. If it was against the Capitals, that's something else. If it was against the Bruins, that's something else. Islanders, something else. But this is the Rangers. They're not even in the playoff picture right now. They're like us. You know, kind of. But, you know, the, you, you get what I'm saying. So it's overall for the Flyers, I, I don't think they're as hot as they once were at the beginning of the year because remember, we dropped the first two games against them. Obviously, you know, we let one slip when we had them in check and, you know, we held them to what, like five shots on goal in one period, but overall we just blew it. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, I'm just saying the opportunity is right there to continue our hot streak. And this is a, a team you need to beat because like I told you guys, I think they can handle the Bruins. They've handled the Bruins, you know, all season pretty much losing once in a uh, shootout. And that was at the beginning of the year, but then you got to play the Capitals that, are, you know, are tops of the tops in the East. And you got to play them four times in a six-game span. So I'm just saying, you need to capitalize on this Flyers game. And you need to, uh, you know, uh, do what you did against the Penguins, against the Boston Bruins. Which is, you need to take one game. And for the other game, if you're going to lose it, let it be an OT or a shootout. So you can get at least one point out of it. That's all I'm saying. Because, like I told you guys, these points will add up. And hopefully for, like, a team like the Rangers... Hopefully, they also go on a losing streak a little bit just so, you know, we can gain some traction. Sorry, John of Locked On Rangers, but, you know, it's just business, and that's all I'm saying. So, obviously, you know, the Rangers, they're going to be, uh, their next game is actually going to be uh, tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Well, you know, at the time of this recording, they're playing the Buffalo Sabres. So, hopefully, the Sabres can pull off the upset. And then on Thursday and Saturday, the Rangers will take on the Flyers. And, um, you know, overall, I'm just saying... The schedule is looking pretty good for the Rangers in their position because uh, their their series are going to be are going to be the Sabers, then a two game series against the Flyers, then a two game series against the Capitals, and another two game series against the Sabers, and a two game series against the Penguins. Penguins have obviously been struggling; that can change. But overall, you know, I'm just saying uh, the the Devils. You need to capitalize on these games that are presented to you, but then. Uh, you know, we're just at the part of the season where we're just at a tough part of our, um, you know, our, our games upcoming. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, I just think that uh, this is a team that you need to beat tonight. So that's what I'm looking for. But uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. That's all the time I have for you guys today. Go Devils. Let's see what we can do against the Flyers. I will catch you in tomorrow's episode where I will either rant or praise. We'll see what happens. Fingers crossed.